Well, welcome to another edition of Techman Talks Dynamics. I think we've been going for nearly seven months now. It's the first time Matt and I have been in the office to record it in a new studio that we've had built here, which is great. Uh, but um, yeah, we've been going now for seven months and we thought today we'd take uh, a topic which is aligned with BC, but it's not directly about Business Central. And that is about uh, Power BI, which yep. is another Microsoft product. Um, I know it's been around for probably five, five, six years now. I think it was around about 2015, yeah, 2016 yeah, it yeah. came out. I know you're a massive advocate when it, when it first came out. We, I sat and watched you do presentations on it. <laughs> so what's changed in those five or six years? We'll tell, probably even go back before that. What, what is Power BI for those people that aren't aware of it? Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's a reporting tool in its most basic form. I guess there's different elements to it. So you've got a data source somewhere. So you want them to pull data from pretty well much anywhere these days that there is there is hundreds of connections okay. you know f- from excel if you want to pull some data that is not necessarily maintained in erp or crm systems um but is you know hopefully linked to other data uh, but you can then connect it to obviously business central through crm um and lots of other different systems including you know cloud-based services, even things like weather, histor- okay. historic weather, <laughs> births, deaths, you name it. You know, you want to try and some, find some correlation. You, you, you get the data. So that's the first bit is, is that you need to get the data and there's some tools to help you suck the data up from different sources. Um, and then once the data's kind of in the Power BI cloud, you might want to do something with it. So there's some tools to help you kind of transform it. You might be creating some formulas. Um you know, changing some of the data slightly. Okay. Um, and then you want to visualize it. And, and that's where it really comes, that's the sexy stuff. Okay. Where you get all the nice charts, um, some, some you know, very, very visual stuff in there. And not only do Microsoft have, you know, a load of free ones in there, there is um, a whole ecosystem of people supplying them either free or, or for a, a small fee okay. on top of that. So you build your visualizations on your data and then you share that data and that can be through different applications, be it you know, a browser, um, your phone, tablet, um, you name it really. Um, that's kind of the, 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 <laughs> the basics of it, over. the general so, overview. So when you yeah. talk about the connectors, there was hundreds of connectors for these different products. I remember years and years ago, if you wanted to get data out, you had to either use a particular reporting standard. Because I remember Excel, you'd throw stuff into that in ODBC and these types of things. You're saying the connectors are pre-built or, or, or built by Microsoft or, or the third-party vendors to go into things. I know you mentioned, obviously, Business Central. So yep. there is a connector that will... Yes. You, you almost just pick that off the list and you've got some level of connection to BC. And, and I'm guessing things like Salesforce as well. Those absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And you're saying because of that and, and Excel, you can bring them, rather than having a report for BC, a report for Excel, a report for your third parties, you can mash all those into one report. So there's data coming from all over the place, but goes into one report or one visualisation. Yes. And, and as long as you've, you know, there needs to be a link to get any sensible information out yes. of that. So you have customer numbers the same or product codes or something that you can join that data together. And it, yeah, even if it isn't exactly right, if there's some logic you can apply within the, the modeling part of, of the data, then you can link it that way. Okay, okay. So uh, you, I, I get the idea. I've seen some of the visualizations and, and, and you're right, that's the bit where everyone goes, wow, that, that looks, looks great. And I've seen the demos that we've done and, and there's some very cool stuff. 
But um, I, I think when I we, we've got them in the office, haven't we, on the big screen? So you've almost got like a, a dashboard which gives you a really high level overview of what's going on. But I'm guessing as well, you can go into role based things, reporting for certain people, certain roles, certain yeah, jobs. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, it, it's it's whatever data you've got available. Really, um, you can the way that you view the reports. You know, there's a lot of flexibility with filtering, so you know you can have the same report, but different filtering for different people, different information. Mm. Um, and you've also got a whole security kind of set up behind that so that you can say who's allowed to see. And it might be that I'm only allowed to see my customers. And would that be that role? I mean, if we go back to Business Central, if we, if we work on the premise that that's what we're connecting to, when you say that has some level of, of security or, or role, would that be defined in Business Central? So, for example, if there's some numbers in Business Central that you're allowed to see and I'm not within my role... What happens when that goes into something like Power BI? So you, you do that in Power BI. You do that in Power BI. Yeah. Okay. So once you've sucked it out, it's in Power BI. Yeah. It goes into its own level of security yeah. or, or model. Okay. Um, and I, I know that one of the things when we talk about digital transformation, there was four different pillars or titles that Microsoft used to have that went through. And one of those was in, in empowering your employees. So I know within our systems, there's so much data. If I just look at CRM, I know we're talking BC as well today, but so much data gets put into there. Um, to be able to to lift that and filter it is really important, so people get to make the decisions in their jobs. Yeah, that's that's where BI. Yeah, it's it's where it's where you know it's it's part of the, the I suppose the design of the product is that you know you, you provide a certain level of data and, and reporting, but it you know it's, it's building flexibility into those reports. Mm. So again, that you know, a whole array of different filters, sliders, things like that, so you can choose how you see the, the visualizations but then drill down within that as okay. well um, so it, it's not limited um, you've also got um, there's a, there's a lo- lovely little feature which is great for the sales pitch called Q&A and that uses the um, the, the, the Azure AI services and so you t- basically ask it a question so, okay. you, so you go to your report which um, yeah, you're going to ask it some questions about some of the data and it's going to pick up some of the tags that you're asking for. So you can caption your data differently. You know, if BC calls it sales LCY, you can call it sales you know, okay. or, you know, or, or something slightly different that suits your business. And then your end users can then just start typing, show me the sales for 2012 for customer XYZ. And it'll then look at that using AI, work out what data you want, work out the best visualization to see that. Because you know, it shows you the number, and then you might say, uh, as a map. And then it, it then takes that and then transforms it into a map. And is that, that would do that real time, or are you sucking the data out into a data warehouse, one of a better phrase, or somewhere to store the data? And then it's it's doing the the drill down and the analysis all on that, or is it going straight back to BC or the data source? It's, it's, it's typically uploaded. Um, at a, a certain amount of time. So depending upon the license that you have, um, you can either do it, um, I think it's eight times a day with right. um, pro, a pro license. A premium license is 48 times a day. Okay. Well, we'll come, I guess we'll come on to the license and the cost over again. <laughs> so there is, there's obviously different levels though. You, is there, was, there used to be a free version. Is that still, to have a yeah, real yeah, blow? Still, still a free version there. Um, you know, it's certainly the best way to go and get started. It's, 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 it's you know, what, what, what I did those five, six, whatever, <laughs> however many years ago it was, um, you just go and download it and then you can just point it at you know, a data source. You can't share it. That's probably one of the, the biggest restrictions, I'd say, of the 
of the individual free licenses it's for you to use and kind of design and play with. Okay. So if if you had, you, you talked about sharing it there, like you said, as, a, as a company, if, you, if you're going to take this seriously, you want to share that, that information with colleagues and, and other people within the organisation. So this is all part of Microsoft's, I'm going to change the, the title every few weeks, but what we would class as their power platform. So yeah, you've yeah. got, we've talked on other podcasts about some of the tools you could potentially use as, as a doing some level of self-development or self being self-sufficient around that. And this is another one of those tools that sits there along the Power Apps. We've now got Power BI. Yeah. Obviously, Azure is the cloud system where all of this sits. And then Business Central is one of the business apps, as we said, is one of the data sources it can link to. When it shares it, though, I'm assuming that's using all your normal Active Directory stuff where we where you've used it. That goes, yes, this goes to yes, the Walden. Yeah. And is that where you're saying some of the security comes in? That or Because I... I, I with a report, I don't know, maybe there's some payroll information, HR information, whatever it might be, or very detailed pricing information, you don't want to slip out of the company. That's the type of level of security you're talking about, or, you, or you're going to... Talk, I, I, that's what I'm just trying to understand. Well, well you've got, you've got, the, you've got the, uh, the general office level of security with multi-factor authentication, etc. So, A, identifying who you are. So, that's the first kind of step into, into getting access to the data. Because you're pulling the data separately from Business Central or the systems to Power BI, and then within that data model that you're then reporting on it, you know, you've, 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 gone, you've already done the security level with Business Central in that pool of data. Right. So, so you can restrict, you know, if, if let's say your IT team wants to do some reporting for the company and you know, you know you, they can have everything but HR and payroll, then you, the user that you provide them to connect to BC, you make sure that the BC security is set so that they can only get what they want into the data set. And then you can apply the Power BI security on top of that to then further break that kind of, yeah, lock it down. Right, okay, makes sense, makes sense. So you, you also said it was available on, on a phone or a tablet. So if if I was someone out and about and, I'm, and my I've got, I can pull up a report now on, on my phone, is there any anything there from an alerting point of view? So I guess that's what I want for my mobile, that it suddenly says on a Friday afternoon when you're winding down or whatever, something's happened. And is that, will it do that? Or is it a case where I've got to... That was a weighted question. You sounds like you knew the answer to well, that. Well, I've heard you talk about it, but I'm always a little bit scared to say in case I've set you up for fail. Yeah. But it, so, it, it's not just something you just, you have to look at to get the answer. There is some level of... Yeah. You, on the mobile app for, you know, phone or tablet, you, you, if, the, if there's a, um, one of the indicators, you know, one the, the kind of visualisations is just a number, mm. on there you can set a tolerance high or low. And if it hits that, then it pings you. And it's a, an actual kind of um, message on your phone, like a text message that pops up. So you don't have to go look for it. It'll, it'll, it'll come and tell you. Okay. So but obviously the, it also depends how often you're updating the data, the data in the background. Of course, of course, yeah. Comes back to what we were saying, whether it was pulling it out so many times a day or, or only once a day, obviously it's yeah, not going to change yeah. until you pull it through, yeah, but yeah. That, I guess would depend on the report. And I, I know from using Power BI as in uh, a consumer of it rather than, than actually creating something in it, when, when I log into Power BI, people can say, I've, I, I get the odd alert that says, right, Matt's now shared this report with you and yeah. and, and you end up with a little library of, of reports, which is pretty cool, mm-hmm. um, especially when I haven't had to do anything to get them and I can just have a look and get the information. But that that's something, so when you say you share them, is there restrictions around, is that come down to the licensing again, how many people that can be shared with or? No, so if you, if you go with the, um, at least the pro licenses, then 
all your users have to be you, know, you can't mix the the individual users um, but you in effect you can share with any of those those other users right. okay okay and it's very simple you just click you know just like any office application basically you know, share see the users groups type the name and off you go so I've only ever accessed it through the browser which I guess if you're just looking at the reports or the, or the, the visualizations that that's perfect can you create in the browser or do you need an app or something different so there's a, there's a certain level of design you can do in the browser um, but there is a app that you download called Power BI desktop and that's typically for design in the reports you know, pointing to what connections you want um, getting the data together and then actually designing the you know, the, um, the look and feel of, of, of those reports and then there's a publish button and it pushes it up then into Power BI. Okay, so coming back to Business Central as our core subject matter we talk about every every podcast, obviously Business Central has a level of reporting that, that comes out of the box. Again, I'm pretty sure, and it's not a weighty question, I'm, I'm 99% sure that we can actually embed Power BI yeah. reports into almost like the Business Central role centre or... Yes. So you can you can take advantage of that. But so, what elements does Power BI give you over maybe the gen- generic reporting you get out of BC? I think it's the uh, flexibility. You know, I mean, if if we're talking the uh, the, the traditional reports, you know, that you know, within BC where you know, you'd typically run it, print it off, that old thing. Um, you know, it's flexibility in terms of the users being able to say, well, today I want to know. Yeah, I want to see the, the, the data differently. I, I want to have a different group of information. I want to filter it differently. Um, you know, it, it's, imp- as Microsoft say, empowering the user to give um, you know, the numbers that they want. Because pe- people, you know, I think it's been years since I've written you know, an out-of-the-box kind of printed report that somebody gives give me that data. People don't want that nowadays. You know, they want flexibility and the kind of what-ifs and... Yeah, and I can't imagine anything worse personally than going through a report, as you said, almost like those list reports. Where I guess the other thing that I haven't seen, I think Power BI, sorry, Business Central has improved, but it doesn't have that nice visual context and all the new little cool no, little things no, that no. then you can just look at and get a general feel for wow, okay, this is heading in the right direction or it's not, or we need to take some action on this. Yeah, um, and, and that's that's the case. And I'm assuming Business Central out the box doesn't allow you to have uh, that. I've had the phrase that mashup of information where you will on a, on, a, on a Power BI report that gives you lots of different either dials, charts, and all of that, and, and so so the, the 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 general output and the way it looks is completely you know revolutionised when you go to Power BI. Yes, yeah. we get yeah. Power BC. Okay, um, just having a look at the other things we'd scribbled down on here. The the uh, the ability you mentioned on on security. When it's going, it's, it's all encrypted. So I know yep. that's, that's yes. massive for people yeah, now. So yeah, it's, yeah. it is secure and it's going back and forth, which is important. Um, and, and what type of reports are people, or how, how are people using it with Business Central? What would you, a couple of, not case studies, but ideas of how they go about it? I mean, the, the, the classic one's always sales reporting. That, you know, sales reporting or financial reporting tends to be the, you know, the starting point where most people go. Um, sales reporting, it, you know, it's kind of sales by whatever, you know, by customer, by product, by attributes, by dimensions, you name it, you can report on it. Um, you know, it, it, it needs somebody to take the, a lot of the time, needs somebody to take the, um, the, the data and create probably a query or something in Business Central to expose that right that set of data. Mm-hmm. But once you've done that bit, you know, then creating the reporting is the easy bit. Okay. So with my end user hat on, for years, people have taken data from BC, thrown it into Excel, and Excel's almost been the, 
the de facto reporting tool to manipulate that data you've got. If you've got some of those skills, the jump to Power BI, you know, that's going to be useful, I'm assuming. Is it, is it a big yeah, change? Yeah, I mean, yeah, formula kind of, if you're good at Excel formulas, then, you know, already you can go into Power BI. And if you want to do some changes to the modeling around um, the data, <clears throat> there's a thing called DAX, D-A-X. Um, and, and it, you know, it, it's you can start fairly basic and and you know, use some of those kind of formula-based skills where you know, you're just putting a formula with some brackets and some commas and filling in the gaps with some, some bits of data and it gives you an answer. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it's very transferable. Um, on top of that, if you're you know, a, a power user in Excel, you, know, you might already be doing things like power queries, which is very close then to what DAX is doing in the modelling side of, of Power BI. Um, and... The other thing you can do as well is that if you've once you've got your data set created in Power BI, you can even use Excel and point it to that. So, so if you if you're a real fan of Excel, you can do all of that and you can still pull it back into Excel and do well, a you pivot love, table. You <laughs> love Excel. Everything you do goes through Excel. So yeah, okay, it's come, come full circle and you're back in Excel. Okay, okay. So, but it's one source. I mean, the important thing is is having is spending the time and building that data set that's right. Right. Get the right numbers. And then you can look at it whichever way you want, be it mobile, tablet, web, Excel pointing back to it. Um, it's, it's, having, it's getting that data source right and, and making sure the right numbers. Obviously, you trust it, it's reliable. Yeah. And, and, and we all know that people have different spreadsheets with different numbers and go, is this yeah. the right one? Is this the latest version and got the right numbers in? So that makes sense. So yeah, one version of the truth. So the, the, as you said, you've got that connected to all your different data sources, but it's coming from, from, the, from BC in, in the instance we're talking about data. So you can trust and rely on it that it updates. As soon as that happens, whichever frequency you've gone with, yeah. the report and the visualizations are going to change accordingly depending on what's been mm-hmm. sucked through. Okay, okay. So coming on to the, the licensing, we've touched on it a little bit. We've obviously got the free version yep. that allows you to have a, a, a typical Microsoft dabble with it and, yes. and, and have a play. Uh, there's always going to be restrictions on that for obvious reasons. But the pricing, having looked at it before we came in today, you, I think you'd given me the, the, the pricing. I looked at it, what it is in from dollars to, to pounds and what we can get it for. It's not a ridiculous price when you go to Pro, which I think probably the step most people would go for. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, in, in the UK, that, that's I think £7.50, something like that now. Per what, user per, per user per month. Per, per user per month, yes. It is and, and, that's, and that's a user who needs to access Power BI. It's not all your users, it's just the ones that you want to have access to Power BI. So when you say access, is that the case that if you sent me a report, I need to have that? Or if I just viewed a report and... Or, or yeah, if you're viewing it online, you need a license. You need a license. Okay, so everyone who's going to look at that data in some shape or form needs a license. Yes. Okay, so pro and then we've got premium. There is one higher up, yeah. which I think you... I'll have to read my notes. It's a premium per capacity. It's not one that we work with a lot because it's... It's a, it doesn't have a user count on it, but it has a level of boundaries of, of the resource that you can use in terms of storage and all that type yeah, of stuff. Yeah, it's, it's kind of, a, I won't say as, <clears throat> as much as you can eat, but it's, um, yeah, I think it's about $60,000 a year. Right, so, so it's, it, it, it's, it's enterprise level. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, but the, 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 uh, the premium, mm-hmm. I mean, that used to be, I don't know, I'm trying to think, but maybe $2,000, $3,000 a year, sorry, a month. And that's come right down now. That, that's that's user based. Um, well, looking at this, the July prices, fifteen pounds and eight pence. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's come right down. That's again per user per month. Yes. Uh, and so, what what are the main differences? You've, you've touched on a couple, I think, which was the um, the refresh rates in terms of how frequently you can refresh the data. Yeah. Is there anything else around what you get for your extra? Well, it's almost a doubling prices in seven pound fifty to fifteen. Yeah, I mean the the data model that you create 
in the cloud where you know you, you take your data out of PC and push it into the cloud. There, there's a, a limit of one gig, I think it is, for pro, and it's a hundred gig for premium. Okay. So, yeah, it depends what level. You know, you, you're not going to be going down to every individual transaction. You know, that's not what BI reporting is for, really. You, you want to do some sort of aggregation of that data. So, you know, whether it's by week or by month or you know, or even by day, just to give you enough of the numbers. So, you know, a, a gig can still go quite far. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of what I'm trying to say. Um, the Pro license um, is included with an Office uh, 365, or Microsoft 365 E5 okay. license, just out of interest. Yeah. So if you've already got that, you don't need might to have buy it. it. You might have in the box yep. already. Okay. Um, the Premium's got some advanced AI. Uh, you know, I think there's enough AI in the pro to satisfy most people's okay. needs. It, it, it's things like image and analysis and, and things that, you know, I don't think many would probably go and use, certainly for BC community. Right. Um, from, from a technology perspective, I don't think they'd really need that. Uh, and on premium, you also get a, the ability to have a, a dev and a production environment rather than just one. Okay. So, you know, to, you know obviously what you do in your EIP, ERP, uh, but you can do the same process with uh, Power BI as well. Okay. Well, I, I know Microsoft published a report, uh, probably going back six, seven months. It was pub- At least they published it around the end of the year. But they were saying the, the companies they spoke to, 70% felt they weren't doing enough with their data. As in, they knew they'd collated all this stuff and we store everything these days, don't we? So, And they just they didn't feel they were, they were using that well enough to improve either their, their service, their processes, whatever it might be. So these type of tools, and of course, there's a lot of tools on the reporting yeah. market. But I guess the great thing with Power BI, where you might learn a specific reporting tool for Business Central, or you might have a specific reporting tool for another third-party software package you've got, these tools, if you learn Power BI, will will go across yes. all the things that have got a connector. So yeah. once you've got the data out, it's it's a good investment of someone's time to get up to speed on Power BI because they could utilise it for lots of different uh, data data sources and, and push it together. I've seen, I, I don't know if we've got, I'm sure we'll put some links in the, in the, um, the description maybe for when the video or the podcast goes up, but I know we've got a couple of videos on our YouTube channel around Power BI when we've done seminars. I had a quick look beforehand. They're not bang up to date. There's there's one that's probably you know eight or nine months old. So it was when we were doing the Sofa Summits last year. But there's some, there's some information on there where you there are some imageries and we're demoing what we can do with Power BI. But they do look really really nice. I know you need to have some creative flair rather than just um, pure number crunching but there, there's some there's some good stuff on our, on our YouTube channel as well to have a look at on that but is there anything else that I've missed Matt that you wanted to I think cover? Um, you know the, the visualisations yeah go look at them because there are some really sweet ones in there um, yeah there's, there's the old favourite that we've demoed a couple of times where you can take an image you know let's say a map of your warehouse and for every um, pallet space or shelf you can in effect you can draw around it and you can give it a a reference which in effect your bin code and then you when you're in power bi you then link it up to your business central bin kind of contents which tells you what product is in what shelf and then you can just say okay either you know live kind of or within an hour or how often however often you update or half an hour um, you can say okay that product where is it and it'll show you visually where it is but if you're looking at it historically over let's say the last three months six months whatever is relevant you can say okay Show me the top 10, because you can do things like that in Power BI, top 10s. Mm-hmm. Um, show me the top 10 by volume products in the warehouse. Where are they? 
and you can make sure that they're you know at the, the top end of the warehouse. So you, know, you haven't got a product that started selling well, but actually we're storing at the back of the warehouse and we're traveling up and down. So something like that can make you more efficient in terms of the picking process. So some, you know, you can really use this, this tool to answer a lot of, a lot of things. And from what you were saying, that, that query, you can just type into the, we're going to Power and show me the top 10 items. That's the type of thing you've got with Power yes, like, without yeah. having to be, you know, a, a developer or someone yeah, who's been yeah. fully trained on, on that. So yeah. it does have some level of AI built in. Okay. I've even seen you do it, a demo like that, where you, <laughs> you, you spoke to uh, Katana, as it was then called, on, on Windows, and, it, and it, it went into Power and, and tried to analyse your data. But you and I both know that... Um, Voice doesn't always work all the time. And it <laughs> cutting, <makes> cutting, <laughs> cutting edge demos. Cutting edge demos, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, I, I think, you know, Power BI is one of those areas. I know we we obviously have a, a, a team here now of people that specialise in reporting and Power BI is one of the, the, the major tools they use in that tool set. Um, it's definitely growing. We're seeing lots of customers want to do more. I don't think there's anybody we've got that invest in reporting that ever thinks that's the end. Yeah. It's always like, what could we do next? And uh, with some of the, the new capabilities we're getting with Power BI, I think that's going to continue to be the case. Um, so I think from our side, we've, we, we continue to invest our people to know what they're, they're doing all on Power BI. I know you, you've led the charge on that as well, but we've got a couple of other people that are just dedicated to Power BI now, which is, which is good. So if any customers are interested in learning a little bit more, speak to your account manager. Yeah. I know we've got some announcements coming up that I hope we can do in the next few weeks around we're, we're putting some bundles together to, to give people almost like a foundation to start yeah. with um, some sales reporting within Business Central. Uh, and I'll, I'll look forward to maybe talking to you about that on another podcast. But yeah. uh, thanks very much for today. Yeah, um, thank you. Hopefully one of these days level four of us back together talking. But as the social restrictions come down, it's nice to be able to get back and, uh, yeah. and get in the office and do that. So, uh, But that's it for today. Thanks for, thanks for joining us. And I hope it's been of, of interest. And we'll see you soon on another Techman Talks Dynamics podcast. Mm-hmm.